Okay, Shana Tova. Today's daf is daf Mem Gimel, not Mem, Mem Gimel. I'm going to go from the 11th last line of Mem Beis Amud Beis, 42b. Um, yeah, so the Mishnah mentioned that there were two machlokas, they sound very similar, between Rabun Gamliel. Well, it was Rabun Gamliel and Rebbe, who was it? Rabun Gamliel and Rebbe Lazar ben Azari on one side, and Rebbe Yeshua and Rebbe Akiva on, on, on the other side. So it was two sages arguing with two sages. I'm just going to call it Rabun Gamliel and Rebbe Yeshua just to keep it a bit more simple. So there were these two machlokas between Rabun Gamliel and Rebbe Yehoshua. The first machlokas was we've discussed at length you're not allowed to go outside of the trum. What happens if a non-Jew or for whatever reason someone was out of their control taken out of the trum but into an enclosed area? But I should go back a step. What happens if someone ends up outside their trum? They're limited to their four amos. You, whatever your zone is, you have four amos around you and you're not allowed to go forward. If you're in your trum, your, your mokom shvisa, then you can go... 2,000 Amos in each direction and if you go 2,000 Amos to the end of your Trum you can go back 4,000 Amos to the opposite end of your Trum you're allowed in your Shabbos zone on Shabbos what happens if you end up out of your Shabbos zone well then you're only allowed to move 4 Amos okay I'll make sure we discussed in these Gemorras a few interesting ways like let's say someone was taken out of the Trum and then they realize they're stuck so if they need the bathroom, well, if they need the bathroom, they're allowed to go outside of their Dalit Amos so they can find somewhere appropriate to go. So go back into your Trum to find somewhere appropriate to go. Once you're in your Trum in a mutar way, you're allowed to move around it. Okay, those were all past discussions just illustrating this point of being stuck outside your Trum. Now, the mission discussed what happens if you, there was a Machlokas, what happens if, let's say non-Jews, you were kidnapped and taken outside of your Trum, but put in a large enclosure. It's called, they call them a deer or sahar. That's the standard word they use here. Those are like animal pens or larger fenced off areas for the animals. So what happens if someone finds himself in one of those? Do we say since it's enclosed, he's allowed all around that area? Or is he still only allowed in his four amos? That was the one machlokes. The second was one. The second machlokes is what happens if you got on a ship on Shabbos? Or... And it went outside of the trum. Are you only allowed within your four amos? Because now you're outside of the trum, so you're not allowed to walk more than four amos. Or are you allowed around the whole ship? That was the two machloikes. So Amar Rav, Rav says, Hilchus Rabun Gamliel, Bedir Vesoa The halacha is like Rabun Gamliel in regards to the case of the pen and the enclosure. Uh, if someone was taken outside of their trum and put in an enclosure, and regarding the case of the boat. Shmuel says the halacha is like Rabun Gamliel regarding the boat, but not like Rabun Gamliel regarding the pen and the enclosure. Now we elaborate on this machlokes. Everyone says the halacha is like Rabun Gamliel in the Svina. My timer, what's the reason? If you're in a boat that leaves the harbor on Shabbos and it goes 2,000 amos outside of the... So, and it travels 2,000 amos away from the port, so now it's less left your trum, why does Rabun Gamliel allow you to walk around the whole ship? You should be like someone who's left your trum and you're stuck within Talad Amos. So, Rabba says it's because on Shabbos you made your Mokom Shvitsa. You rested within the airspace between these Mechitzas. Are you in the 
what's it the walls of the boat enclose you so you rested in in one area and that's considered your whole area for Shabbos the boat is your Dalit Amos it would be the same thing if you rested in a large house in the middle of nowhere you don't say that you have 2,000 Amos from the room that you were in when Shabbos started the whole house since it's one enclosed area in Mechitzos is, is your four Amos so, so to hear the boat is enclosed, that is your four Amos, even though it could be a huge ship that is much larger. Um, interesting, just to highlight this point. Yes, Basil. Um, getting on the boat, maybe I'll mention it a bit on the next Amut. Getting on the boat, I'll mention that in the next Amut. Well, if it's with, and then it leaves. So you have the same problem. If it's within your trum, then you can move around. If it's outside of your trum, you run into the other trouble. Firstly, are you allowed to move around the whole boat? We'll see. Or are you stuck in your four amos? Um, but just I'll highlight this machlokes elsewhere that if you're in one house, we, we go lenient and view it as your one mokom. Is we say you shouldn't walk around, you shouldn't move dalad amos before you vas in the morning, before you do natilasi time in the morning. Now that's why you see in all the pictures of, and the picture books when they're teaching about the Tilasi time, they have the Vasin cup with a bowl next to their bed, because you're not supposed to do more. We go lenient and we say, no, your whole house is your Dalit Amos. Okay, so don't walk around, but go straight to the bathroom or go to the kitchen and bus there. But don't walk around, but it's all Dalit Amos, that's the leniency. So in your house, so Rabbi says, your ship is your Dalit Amos. Because that's where you started your Mokom Shusa. Rabbi Zaira, Rabbi Zaira says, Rabbi Zaira says, no. Because it's always taking you from one four Amos to another four Amos. I, even as you, the ship's sailing along. Now, every time, let's say, wherever you're resting, you're allowed your Dalit Amos. You're allowed to go four Amos. You're allowed to go four Amos. Now, every time the ship takes you another four Amos, well, you're allowed four Amos. And every time it takes you another four Amos, you're still allowed your area of four Amos. It would be the same thing, let's say, on land. Let's say you were, Chas Shalom, someone was kidnapped. So when they stop, he's allowed his four Amos to move around, even though he's outside his trum. If they carry on walking and then they stop again, well, he has a new Dalit Amos. So, so too with the ship. Each time, each step he's taking and the ship's moving along, he's getting a new Dalit Amos and a new Dalit Amos and a new Dalit Amos. So that's why Rabbi Zaira says he can walk throughout the ship because as he's walking, he's getting a new Dalit Amos again because the ship's moving. Now, Ma Benayu, what difference does it make with the Pascha like Rabbi or Rabbi Zaira? So, Ika Benayu, Shenifchasu Doifna One difference could be if the walls of the boat broke or were too short. According to Rabbi, you didn't rest in an enclosed area, so you can't walk more than four Amos. According to Rabbi Zaira, no, the reason is because the boat's moving, well then, and it's a new four, and you get a new four Amos every time the boat moves. So that doesn't matter about the sides of the boat. Inami, another possibility, but if you jump from one boat to the next. According to Rabban Gamliel, that's not where you started your Shabbos, the second boat that you jumped to. So you can't walk around it. According to Rabbi Zaira, since the boat's moving, you're getting a new four Amos every time the boat moves, you can carry on walking around it. And now to understand the next point, Tosos point out, 
Another major nafkamina, which is now what the Gemara is going to actually be discussing, is if the boat is still. So the boat sailed far out the Tchum and then it anchored, it took a break. Well, there's no wind, so it stopped moving. According to Rabbi Zaira, you can't move more than four Amos. According to Rabbah, since it's the place where you started your Shabbos in closed area, it's all your Dalit Amos. Okay, let's see, but Rebbe Zaira, my time at Rabba. Why doesn't Rebbe Zaira apply this leniency of Rabba? That the walls of the ship count as the Mechitzos. So Omer Lechoi says, Mechitzos lavriach mayim asuyos. He says, they're not walls made for keeping you in or for the inside. They're walls made to keep the water out. Those aren't considered valid Mechitzos. So interesting, according to Rabbi Zaira, no matter how um, careful, however these walls, the sides of the ship are constructed, they're made to keep the water out, and therefore they're not walls for inside, and therefore they're not valid mechitzas. I was thinking maybe on like a fancy cruise where they probably have a lookout deck or, you know, something like that. There the walls, the special glass walls or something might be made for inside and not outside. But that's uh, something to think about. Okay, the Rabba, my time Rabbi Zaira. Why doesn't Rabba learn Rabbi Zaira's like Rabbi Zaira? So now, the Mishnah brought, just before we go into the answer of why Rabba didn't say like Rabbi Zaira, is basically the Mishnah brought this Machloikes, Rabban Gamliel, and Rabbi Yeshua, whether you can walk around the whole ship. Shmuel said the Haloch is like Rabban Gamliel, and Rabbi, and Rabba came along and says, Rabbi is going to come along and say that Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua are not arguing if the ship moves. Like Rabbi Zaira said, Rabbi is going to say, obviously, if the ship's moving, everyone would agree that every time it moves, you get a new four Amos. So you could move around the whole ship. Because as you do, you go, so let's say you walk one meter, that's two Amos. And then the ship moves a bit, so you walk another, you've got a new four Amos. So you move another two meters and you can walk around the whole ship. That daddy would agree with. What Rabbi is saying is that the Machloikes, Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Yeshua, is specifically when the ship is stopped. I, Bamahaleches, second line of Mem Gemel Amoralis, Bamahaleches, Kuliyam Aloypligi. Everyone agrees that if the ship's moving, there's no argument if the ship's moving. You can definitely walk around the whole ship. Kipligi Bershe Omdo. The argument is where the ship stopped. Omar Rav Nachum Manisi Nami Daika de Bamahaleches Loypligi. And Rav Nachum Bar-Yitzai says, we can actually, if you read the Mishnah carefully, you'll see that this is true. Me, my, where do I get this? Mediktani, as it says, There was a case where the sages came from Paldasrin. And their boat departed on Shabbos. Rabban Gamliel and Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah walked around the whole ship. Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Akiva didn't move out their original four Amos. Why? They wanted to go strict on themselves. Now, if you notice, it doesn't say because they held it was forbidden. It says because they wanted to go strict. So the Gemara is focusing. If you, it makes a lot of sense if you say their argument is when the boat is moving. Sorry, they don't argue when the boat is moving. I, when the boat is moving, everyone agrees. All the sages in the mission agree. Strictly speaking, you can move around the whole ship because every time it moves, you get a new four Amos. 
And that's Hainudiktani Rotsu. That's why it says they wanted to go strict. Uh, obviously, you don't have to stay where you are on the boat. But they wanted to go strict and not move. Dilma in case the boat stopped and they didn't realize and they weren't aware, so they would carry on walking. So they wanted to be careful, we're not going to move the whole Shabbos. Hello, Yomar Pliki, if you say they argue like Rabbi Zaira learns, you're saying that they argue when the boat is moving. Are you allowed to walk around the whole ship? Rabbi says you are, and Rabbi Zaira says you are not. They, they would, sorry, yeah, Rabbi Zaira would pass in that Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shur say you're not allowed to move because you don't have valid machitzos. Well, he says, Hi, Rotzulahach Mirisuru. What does it mean they want you to go strict? It's an actual Osur. So, therefore, again, so it's not essential to our understanding, but to this. This, this, but it's a proof from the Mishnah that we that Rabbah makes a lot of sense. Again, Rabbah wanted to say that when the boat's moving, everyone agrees that you can move around the boat, and that's why Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yeshua wanted to go strict and not move in case you know we walking around the ship the whole Shabbos. We're not going to be aware when the ship stops moving and we're going to carry on walking, which is a problem. So they stopped. They didn't move the whole Shabbos. But if you learn the other way around, that there's actually a machlokas whether you're allowed to walk around the ship when it is moving, then why would Rabbi, why would the Mishnah phrase it as Rabbi Akiva and, and Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Akiva wanted to go strict? shouldn't phrase it as they wanted to go strict. It should phrase it as they held it was forbidden. You can only go strict on something that's permitted. They wanted to go strict. If it's fully out forbidden, well then you don't have a choice. So and Omar Ashimanisinami Daika, we can also I've got another proof from our Mishnah Diktani as it says Fina Dumya the Dir Vasahar. It contrasts the case of the boat with the case of the pen and the enclosure. I if someone was taken into a pen and enclosure or if someone left on a boat on Shabbos. So contrast says my dear Vasoy the Kovi, just as the pen and the enclosure are fixed in place, Asfina Nami de Kovi, so too when the Mishnah is discussing a boat, it must be discussing when the boat is fixed in place. Acha Braidurava said to Ravashi, Hilchasakrabun Gamil Basfina, the halacha is like a Rabun Gamil regarding the boat. Ah, you can walk around the whole boat on Shabbos. Now, by telling me that this, the halacha is like Rabban Gamliel, doesn't that imply that Rabbi Yoshua argues on Rabban Gamliel? Now, how we've just been learning is that Rabbi Yoshua agrees with Rabban Gamliel. We've said that when the boat is moving, everyone agrees you're allowed to walk around the whole ship. But if you tell me that the halacha is like Rabban Gamliel, you're implying that Rabbi Yoshua argues. And the Mishnah actually doesn't fit in with that because the Mishnah said, what did the Mishnah say? Rotsu, Rabbi Yeshua wanted to go strict. So the Gemara says, no, in, initially they did have a machloikes. For her time, it's taught, Hananya, Oimer, Hananya said, Koil Oisa, Yom, Yoshu, Vedonu, Bidvar, Halocha. That whole day, they were debating this Halocha. Rabun Gamliel, Rabbi Eliezer ben Azariah, so Rabbi Loza ben Azariah, Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Akiva were debating this halacha. Are they allowed to walk around the whole boat? So that's what they were spending their Shabbos doing, discussing this halacha. And by evening, they decided, my, my uncle, I, Rabbi Yeshua, decided that the halacha is like Rabban Gamil. The Sfina regarding the boat. And the halacha is like Rabbi Akiva in the Dir Vesohar. Okay. Um, 
So what's he saying? Initially it was a machlokas to nine. And that's why he's telling the halacha is like Rabban Gamliel. But time we were taught our Mishnah, everyone had agreed that the halacha was like Rabban Gamliel. Again, so it comes out in short. What's the halacha if the boat is still, it's a machlokas, Rabbi Zaira and Rabba, whether you're allowed to walk around the boat. Comes out according to Rabba, you have good mechitzas, so you're allowed to walk around the whole boat according to Rabban Gamil, which the halacha is like. And according to Rabbi Zaira, no, the boat mechitzas don't count as mechitzas because they to keep the water out, not for the inside, they for the outside, not for the inside. And therefore, it would be um, osur to rely to walk around the whole boat if the boat was still. But everyone would agree if the boat's moving, then you can rely on the mechitzas. Sorry, then you can walk around the boat, as we said, because each time the boat moves, you get a new Dalet Amos. A person, wherever he ends up on Shabbos, whether he was allowed to end up there or whether he wasn't allowed to end up there, he has Dalet Amos around him. And if he's moved again, well then he has Dalet Amos around him. And if he moves again, he has Dalet Amos around him. Not necessarily that he's allowed to move from the one Dalet Amos to the next, but he could be. Just on what Basil asked about going on a ship on Shabbos, this, uh, um, if you look at this long Tosfus here, Divra Maskil Halacha, he goes into it a bit. I'll just read the first uh, phrase. It says, Posak Rashbam, the Rashbam says, The Mutalikonis Besfila, Mibo Oidyom, you're allowed to go on a boat on Erev Shabbos, Mibo Erev Shabbos, even if the boat will leave the Trum, but Shabbos, Desfina Mimela Oslo Viuloi Midi Ovid, because the boat's traveling itself and he's not doing anything. So the Rashbam, he's one of the Balitosis, that Rashbam was actually Rashi's son-in-law, rules the... Uh, no, he was Rashi's grandson. The Rashbam was Rashi's grandson. He was the famous Rabbeinu Tam uh, brother. But, so he rules that you can get on a boat on, uh, on Arab Shabbos, even if it's going to leave the port on Shabbos, because you're not doing anything. Oh, it's going to go out of the Tchum, and you're not allowed to go out of the Tchum. It's not going to do anything. That's the Rashbam's opinion. Um... Then it says, just a bit further down, it says, Even on Shabbos you can go on the boat. You're not doing anything. He says, But you would only then have your four Amos. Because you didn't have... Um, Start in your. You didn't start in those mechitzas. It's a new. It's not your. It's not your area. So, okay. And then there are opinions that argue on those points, but that's just one interesting point. As I said, it's a long toss, so we're not going to have time to go through it. But this would be one of the key sources to look into going on a boat on Shabbat. Interestingly enough, um, yeah, you run into. It seems whether it's mutar to start or not, you run into trouble. Um, um, yeah, there are, according to some Rishonim, there are problems. According to others, there are no problems. But that's uh, yeah. But that's uh, that's those places. Now, yes. Yeah. So that's another problem. If the boat came from outside of that's that, that's the next part of the Mishnah. I don't know if we'll get to it today, but maybe we'll discuss it tomorrow. That was the last point of the Mishnah. So let's. Shabbos. And they waited till after Shabbos to get off the boat. 
Yeah. So you run into trouble there because if the boat comes from outside the Tchum to into the port and then it stops, are you allowed to move her are you allowed to get off the boat into the area? The it's it's your Tchum was wherever the boat was when it started Shabbos. You've traveled more than two thousand Amos, you're not allowed to move more than Dalit Amos. And even though we pass and you're allowed to move around the ship, that's because the ship's one area and or that's only when the ship's moving. But when the ship's still, you're not necessarily allowed to, you're only allowed to move actually around the ship, not all. Yeah, no, I've heard. Yeah, that might. I mean, that actually might be the requirement. There are those I think who want to say that if you enter the city, then the whole city becomes your Dalit Amos. I think we might see a bit more about that later on. But if you enter the city, the whole city might be your Dalit Amos. Therefore, once if the port is connected to the city. Then as soon as you arrive in the port, you're in a new... It's like being in a new house. But that's not so, not so straightforward there. Okay. Boy, Rabbi Hanina, Rabbi Hanina. Oh, so Do we say that they're Tchumim above 10 Amos? Or are they not above 10 Tvachim? Or are they no Tchumim above 10 Tvachim? Let's read a bit further. It will clarify it. If you have land that's higher than 10 Tvachim and wider than 4, that's just thick ground. I, that's part of the... That's just a hill. That's obviously there's a problem. I, what he's saying is, let's say at the end of your 2,000 Amos, there's basically a bridge. A la- land on the land, but a bridge going out of your Trum. So you're above 10 Tvachim from the ground, but you're actually on the ground on top. That would definitely be problematic. Kiti If you're on a platform that's higher than 10 Tvachim, but not wider than 4. I, so it's not considered a proper ground. Inami If you can jump. We'll see later. We're discussing obviously someone who can do a super jump. They can jump higher than 10 Fochim and across a bit almost flying. But my Or another possibility is a boat. Boats often travel above 10 Fochim from the seabed. And if they're above 10 Fochim from the seabed... Well, then they're above 10 Fochim. So, do the rules of Tchum apply above 10 Fochim? Your aeroplane flies in on Shabbos and lands. Do we say it came from many, many kilometers away before Shabbos and then and went outside of your Tchum? Or since it was above 10 Fochim the whole time till it landed in the city, that's where you start your Mokom, your 10 Fochim. That's, that's where you start your Shabbos zone. So, do the laws of Mechitza apply above 10 Fochim? So Toshma coming here. We said in our Mishnah they wouldn't go into the port. They, the, the boat only entered the port when it was already Shabbos. And they checked. The Mishnah continues. They checked with Rabun Gamliel. Can they get off the boat or not? Were they in the Trum or not? So he says now. It makes a lot of sense if you hold there is Trumim. Above 10 Fochim the rules of Trum apply. Uh, you'd kind of view it as on the ground under it. Under those ten forms. If you hold down, no what difference does it make whether they were in the Trum or outside of the Trum? 
by the time Shabbos came in. Again, if the boat's above 10 Tfachim, it's not, and then it comes into the port, and it's still above 10 Tfachim, well then it's never, it's never been outside of the Tchum, because above 10 Tfachim is not outside of the Tchum. So, No, you, that's not, uh, sorry, um, did I skip? Yeah, sorry, I skipped one. Omar Rabbi, Rabbi says, It's where they were traveling in uh, swampy water. Uh, there wasn't tent for him above the ship, so you can't prove it. I'm just going to go back a few lines because I skipped one of the proofs. So the previous truth was, Toshma, Masa Shobol Mipal, Drasin, Bifligus, Finosam, Bayom. Bayam. They came from Plan Drasin and they both left on Shabbos. Yomar Bishlame, Yesh, Tchumi, Mishum, Hachi, if you say that there's such a thing as Tchomim, that's why Rabbi Yeshua wanted to, and Rabbi Akiva wanted to go strict and not move around the boat. Because they left the Tchum on Shabbos. If you hold there's no such thing as Tchumim once you're above 10 Tchumim, Amai Ratsu, why would they want to go strict? Again, we said, this is what we're discussing up until here, Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Akiva wouldn't walk around the boat the whole Shabbos. Because they were they were concerned, we said, because it might stop, and then they're walking. But if the boat's tent for him above the seabed, which it most likely is, what's there's no such thing as tchumim there. So what they're going strict for? It's a bit far fetched. Even if the boat stops, they're above tent for him, so there's nothing to worry about. So it must be that there is a problem of tchumim above tent for him. So Kodama Rava, as we'll see, Rava says, Bahmahalech is barakat. No, Robert said it's, it's where that boat was traveling on swampy water. Aye, the boat's not above 10 Tfokim from the ground. Okay, now I'm just going to skip because we did this proof. Fourth law, uh, fifth last line, Toshma. I'll try bring another proof. Someone gave a drosh in Tsipoiri on Shabbos. Seven difficult, he gave a, an amazing drosh of seven halachas in Tsipoiri before Avchizda Basuria in Surah. Bahari Panya Bishabta, sorry, in the morning, sorry, 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 I'm reading it wrong. Don't read, but Safra Bishabta, in Shabbos morning, he gave this drosha. And Shabbos afternoon, he told the halacha over before Rabbi in Pumpadisa. So he went from Surah to Pumpadisa. Now, man, who could have said this? Who could have got from Surah to Pumpadisa on Shabbos? It's a, way too far. Must have been Eliyahu Amrinan. Eliyahu said them. Who else? Who, we know Eliyahu can travel by flying. He's got his special chariot. So it must have been he who said that. Who else could give a drosha on uh, Shabbos morning in Johannesburg and uh, Shabbos afternoon in New York? Must have been Eliyahu Anovi. So the, and what do we see? How could Eliyahu travel? It must be above tent for him. There's no problem of the Tchum because Eliyahu is not allowed to go out of the Tchum on Shabbos. So now Alma ain't Tchumim lemalem yasori. We see there's no such thing as Tchumim above ten tefachim. Lo, not necessarily. Tell me Yosef Shidomrinon. Maybe it was Yosef the shade. It was Yosef the demon who gave over the drasha. So he's not bound by. Rashi says the loy mintar Shabbos. He didn't keep Shabbos. So I'm not sure if we're saying he was an irreligious demon and he didn't keep Shabbos, or if we're saying that he was a demon who demons don't have to keep Shabbos. 
They're not Jews. Only Jews are commanded in Shabbos. We don't see that angels and um, Hashem and uh, all these other things have to keep Shabbos. So maybe demons don't have to keep Shabbos. Or you could say he was an irreligious, he was a very good uh, speaker, good Talmud Chochom. He could give a phenomenal drosha of Shabbos Shmaisa, seven difficult teachings. But he wasn't religious, so he traveled outside of the... So he did... Tra- he, and he's a demon, so he could get there, but he traveled fast. Um, there's a very interesting question the Prima Godim asks on this. Um, he says, we say on Shabbos, when there's a bris miller, we say Eliyahu Novi comes to every bris, every bris miller. On Shabbos, how can we say that Eliyahu Novi comes to every bris miller? He's not allowed to go outside of the trum. Okay, so there's a little bit of a discussion there. Um, he, they discuss it, but that's just the interesting question they ask. If we say Liao Novi's coming to every bris, he's not allowed outside of the trum. So again, just remember, what's our question that we're trying to resolve at the moment? Is if um, is we know a person's not allowed to travel more than two thousand amos along the ground. What happens if they tend for him above the ground? Does the law of Tchumim still apply? So Toshma, come in here. If someone says, on the day that Mashiach comes, I will be a Nazir. He takes a neder. says, He's allowed to drink wine on Shabbos and Yom Tov. He's not allowed to have it any other day because maybe Mashiach will come that day and then again from that day from the morning he wasn't allowed wine so every single day he's not allowed wine except on Shabbos and Yom Tov he can have wine because he won't become a Nozi there so that's sorry he can drink wine on Shabbos and Yom Tov but not during the week now if you say that there is Tchumin there's a trum, and that's why Mashiach can't come on Shabbos and Yom Tov, and that's why he can drink wine on Shabbos and Yom Tov, because Mashiach can't come from wherever he is to where you to the to Yerushalayim or to wherever Mashiach comes. And stop. Elo Iomart ain't trumim b'Shabbos for Yom Tovim. Am I mutar? But if you say trumim on Shabbos and there are are not trumim on Shabbos and uh, Yom Tov, sorry. If you say they are not chumim above ten fochim, but shabbos yom tov are my mutar, why can why should he, why should you be allowed to drink wine on shabbos yom tov? This person who says I take a vow, I will be a nazir from the day that Moshiach comes. Maybe Moshiach, how can he drink wine on shabbos? Maybe Moshiach will come in the morning, or maybe Moshiach will come later the afternoon. Uh, maybe, I, I don't know. I don't know how Mashiach is going to come. Um, but yeah, good question. Why are, we assuming, why are we assuming that Mashiach is coming from above 10 Fochim? Excellent question. I'm not sure. But we're assuming that. We're assuming that if, we're assuming that if there was no problem of Tchumim above 10 Fochim, Mashiach could come on Shabbos. You're right, Baz. I'm not sure why. Who said, there's a Midrash that says Mashiach comes riding on his donkey. Only, that's what we started. We actually started off this Masechta saying, Mashiach Oni Roichev Alachamor. Mashiach is a donkey, uh, will come as a poor person riding on a donkey or something. Remember, we brought that phrase. And that we said because at, what does Oni mean? When will Mashiach come? When we get more involved in Eruvin, Nida, and Yavamos. And this is Eruvin. So we started that he'll be riding a donkey. Um, I don't remember. 
but so it's a good question, but it seems the Gemara is taking for granted that if he could travel above the Tchum, he would. But yeah, good question. How did how who says that he will? Um shiny hosom to Amakroy says no, but Mashiach is different because the Pasuk says Eliawanovi will come the day before Mashiach comes to give us a heads up. He will give us a warning that Mashiach comes. Eliyahu didn't come on Friday. I, if Eliyahu came on Friday and I heard about him, then this person who took a, a neder would know on Shabbos and Yom Tov that Moshiach could come. Because he can come from outside of the Trum. But since Eliyahu Anovi didn't come on Friday, must be I can... Uh, um, Eliyahu Anovi didn't come on Friday... Must be Moshiach can't come on Shabbos. We didn't get the warning, and therefore you can drink wine on Shabbos and Yotav. Ah, ihachi b'chol kol yuma b'yuma nami lishtori dohalo asel yau me'etmol. Well, then so too on the weekday. Every day you should be allowed to drink wine because Eliyahu didn't come the day before. So why do we say on the weekday you can't? He can't drink wine. El omrin el beizdin agad alaso. You must say that Eliyahu went to the main beizdin. Eliyahu is going to go tell the beizdin in Yerushalayim to set up the Sanhedrin and tell them that Moshiach is coming. And you won't necessarily hear about it. Well, if that's the case, so well, maybe on Friday, Eliyahu Anovi went to Yerushalayim and told them there that, uh, um, told them in Yerushalayim that Moshiach is coming tomorrow, but I didn't hear about it on Friday. So you still shouldn't be allowed to drink wine on Shabbos and Yom Tov this Nazim. So Gemara answers, no, 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 Hashem has given Bnei Israel a guarantee that Eliyahu Novi will not come on a Friday because he will cause too much of a disruption. Everyone's trying to get ready for Shabbos and Yom Tov. And if Eliyahu Novi comes on Erev Shabbos for Yom Tov, it's going to be, too, people are going to have to go greet him and look after him and see what he needs and speak to him. And they're going to get, and it's too difficult today. So there's a promise that Eliyahu Novi won't come on a Friday or Erev Yom Tov. Now, of course, I'll cut out of media. Eliyahu's your Mashiach. Now, I mean, I see. Also, the other meaning is that by the fact that Eliyahu and Novi won't come, but Mish- therefore Mashiach also won't come. Belami Shabbos Lishtari. Well, then on Erev Shabbos, if Eliyahu and Novi can't come, Mashiach also won't come. Because why would Mashiach disturb all the Jews when they're busy getting ready for Shabbos and Yom Tov? So you should be allowed to drink wine. This Nazi should be allowed to drink wine on Erev Shabbos and Yom Tov. So Moses says, no, Eliyahu lo Aisi Mashiach, Aisi, the key man, the Aisi Mashiach, I call Amvodim Hain Yisrael. He says, no, because if Eliyahu Novi comes on Erev Shabbos, he's going to cause a whole lot of disruption. The Jews are trying to get ready for Shabbos, and they're going to have to go speak and greet and welcome Eliyahu Novi, and they're not going to be able to get ready for Shabbos. But when Mashiach comes on Erev Shabbos, all the non-Jews are going to want to help the Jews. Because that's their purpose in the world is to set up the economy and set up the cities and everything for the Jews and help the Jews. They, so they're going to see Mashiach. They're going to realize Hashem is the truth and the Bnei Israel is the true nation of Hashem and that their path is to help Bnei Israel. And they're going to want to do that. So they're going to help all of Bnei Israel get ready. So if Mashiach comes on Friday, there's no problem because you'll have a hundred people running to help you get whatever you need ready. If Eliyahu Novi comes, it's a big distraction. But when, you know, like when your family arrives from overseas on Erev Shabbos, the chaos. Very hard to get ready for Shabbos. So you can imagine if Eliyahu Novi arrives on Erev Shabbos. But Mashiach, you'll have hundreds of people lining outside your door asking, how can I help you? How can I help you? 
So that's not such a distraction and you'll be able to get ready for Shabbos. Mashiach comes on Erev Shabbos. But here we say, Shabbos is Then by the fact, why don't we allow this Nazir, this person who says, I'll take a Nazir that on the day Eliyahu um, Mashiach arrives, I will become uh, a Nazir. Uh, that, yeah, says, why can he drink wine on Sunday? We must be, we should be able to say that there's no such thing as Tchumim, because if there were Tchumim, how could Eliyahu Novi come on Shabbos? By the fact that you're not allowed to drink wine on Shabbos, means Mashi- on, on Sunday, means Mashiach could come on Sunday, must mean that Eliyahu Novi could come the day before. So No, this tan is in doubt. Sorry, so let's just do this last line again. She says, no, high tana sfukem is fekele. This tana is in doubt. I yeish tchumim or ain tchum. Do we say that there's a tchum above or below ten tvochim? Well, a chumra, and therefore he goes strict. He's concerned that maybe Eliyahu Anovi can come on Shabbos because there aren't tchumim. And therefore you're not allowed to drink or have wine on Sunday. And he's also strict that What did we say? There is a trum. Yeah, so he's strict and therefore he's concerned that maybe Eliyahu Novi will come because maybe there aren't trumim. And he would also restrict someone traveling above 10 Fochim because maybe... Um, yeah, and he, he would go strict and say you have to be concerned that there are trumim. Now, so just in summary, this very interesting piece, we said, firstly, we know that Mashiach, Eliyahu Novi is going to come the day before Mashiach to give us a heads up that Mashiach is coming. So we asked the question, if someone says they take a neder that on the day Mashiach comes, they will be a nazir. Um, you know, like the neder that they, that they will be a nazir. Then, then they're, during the weekday, they're never allowed to drink wine. Because maybe Mashiach will come that day and then they would have been a nazir from the morning. But on Shabbos and Yom Tov, they can drink wine. Because Mashiach can't come on Shabbos and Yom Tov. And as we said, Eliyahu won't come on Friday, so the Mashiach can't come on Erev on Friday, on Erev Shabbos or Erev Yom Tov, and therefore Mashiach won't come on Shabbos and Yom Tov. Says so the Ka Amos. Now, when is it the the Kanadar? Sorry, when was it that he took this neder? Ilayma the Koi Bechol. If you say it was during the weekday, Kibayn the Cholol on the Zeros Heichiyai so Shabbos or Mefkilei. Once he's already started his neder, let's say on Wednesday he says, "I take a neder to be a Nazir on the day that Mashiach comes." Well, then on ne- Wednesday, maybe he's a Nazi, Thursday, maybe he's not. But he has to basically start his Naziros. So Friday, he can't, Shabbos, he can't just say, well, actually, I'm not going to be a Nazi today. So, Ela de Koi Beshabs of a Karnada of a Yom Tov, a Karnada of a Hu Yuma de Shari Lay, Mikanta Elech Osurlay. There must be that it was a Shabbos or a Yom Tov that he took this Neder that on the day Moshiach comes, I will be a Nazi. And you're right, that Shabbos or that Yom Tov, he can drink wine. But from Motzei Shabbos, Motzei Yom Tov, when Eliyahu, when Mashiach would come, he would not be allowed to, uh, he would not be allowed to drink wine anymore, even on following Shabbos and Yom Tov. Okay, very interesting piece. Again, is there, do the rules of Trum apply above 10 Fochim? As I said, for us, it could be very, very practical if you're on an airplane that was delayed or something, and it's only going to land on Shabbos. Do we view it as if you came from outside of the Trum? Or do we say you came from 
inside, or do, do we say you came from outside of the Tchum and all those restrictions would apply? Or do we say since you were above tent Fochim when Shabbos came there, or you traveled above tent Fochim, it's like you never, you were, the rules of Tchumim didn't apply and, there would be, and you wouldn't have those restrictions. And basically when you touch down, that would be your Mokum Shvisa. Yes, Basil. Yeah, so this person would not, unless he gets it annulled, I don't think he would be able to ever drink wine. Um, yeah, I mean, if, and nowadays, if someone becomes an, anyway, nowadays, if someone becomes a Nazir, they have no way of ending the Naziris because they can't bring the Korbanos. So he has to wait for Mashiach, and then I guess when Mashiach comes, then he'll be a Nazir for 30... From when he's confirmed that Mashiach has arrived, he'll be a Nazir for 30 days. That's the standard Naziris, unless otherwise specified. Okay, let's do the uh, one more piece. So he said they were traveling, they, were, they arrived in the port on Shabbos, and they asked Rabban Gamliel, did you notice where we in the Tchum or outside of the Tchum by the time Shabbos came? Uh, if we were in the city's Tchum, then we can go into the city. And it's fine, but if we were outside of the Tchum when Shabbos started and then only arrived in the Tchum, then we're in trouble. So we said, Ramon Gamliel said, I was looking and I checked and we were in the Tchum before Shabbos started. So we were already within the Tchum of the city and therefore we can get off the boat and go into the city. So Tana, how did Rabban Gamliel know this? So Tana Shafufer is Hoysalala Rabban Gamliel, Shehoyo Mabit Vitsofa Balfaim Amos Biyabashal Kenegda Alfaim Biyam. Rabban Gamliel had the special telescope, Shafufiris, he had some sort of tube, some sort of measuring implement, some sort of telescope that he could look and he was able to set it that he could see 2,000 Amos on the land and he could use that measurement to measure 2,000 Amos at the sea. Harotzeleda Kama Amukashel Yeah, and now we're going to measure, just mention a few other, I guess, scientific uh, equipment that they had or they used. Harotzeleda Kama Amukashel Gai If someone wants to measure the depth of a valley, maybe Shafuferisu Mavit Bo he brings the special telescope tube and he looks through it and he can work out from there how deep the valley is. What happens if you want to measure how tall a palm tree is without actually going up the palm tree? It's not like your little child that you can just hold, hold a tape measure next to or put a pencil you're trying to measure a palm tree. So he says as follows, he says, um, Measure his height and the height of his shadow, and the and and the height of the and and the palm tree shadow and his shadow. The yada shall and you can work out. I work out the ratio between his height and his shadow, and the palm tree shadow. So if he yeah, so if he works out his uh, his shadows a third of his height, and the palm trees then the shadow of the palm tree is a third of the palm tree's height and if he's and however high he is he can work out how high the palm tree is and then what happens if you don't want wild animals chilling in the shade of a kever someone had built a grave and you don't want the wild animals there in case they start uh, digging and looking for the corpse etc so how do you make it that there's no shade Put a stick by the grave at the fourth hour of the day. I, when it starts to get hot and the, and the animal's likely to go into, want to go into the shade. 
and see how far the shade reaches, the shadow reaches, and build a slant there. Uh, if you picture it like this, if you have your kever, and then at, you, you put a stick, you see where does the kever, the shadow of the kever reach at four hours, uh, when the animal would be in the shade, and build, so mark that off and build a slant up until the kever. And then there won't be any shade for the animal to rest in. And yeah, and that would be how you can use all these measurements. Okay, we're going to leave it here for today. We'll start the new piece tomorrow.